welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson. Today I'm doing a show all by myself. Why? Because I'm going to Disney World. That's right, the magical kingdom. Me, Mickey, and the kids are going to be kicking it. Star Wars galore. Woody from Toy Story. Can't wait. Never been there. Uh, hope it's uh, going to be a great time. So by the time you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, I've already been in Disney for about five days. That's right. I'm recording this on a Friday night. Uh, it's about 10, 15 here on Friday night, and I'm leaving. I got to get up at 3 in the morning. But I told myself. You know, I was like, hey, should I record a show or should I just tweet out to everybody? Hey, sorry. Happy New Year. I couldn't do it. But I figured I'd come down here, do a really short show, uh, talk about a little fa- Dynasty Fantasy football, football for about 20 minutes, and then uh, get back to it next week with the rest of the guys. So here I am by myself. And, I, you know, it's a new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Hopefully, hopefully everybody had a safe, happy New Year. 2016 is officially upon us. And we have a lot to do. You know, we have a lot... We have a lot to work up to. We have our rookie drafts to work up to. We have a lot of rookies to start diving into, and I have a lot of tape to start watching. Once I get back from Disney, uh, I have to move. Well, I have to get ready to move. I got like uh, it's gonna take three three weeks to do a little rehab action at the uh, new house, but then I gotta move. But in that meantime, even on while I'm on Disney, when the kids are fast asleep, dreaming of the magical kingdom and the fireworks and all that jazz. I'm probably going to start diving into my rookie tape this week. Really start getting into it. Because right now, you know, I know the guys I've been watching, the Laquan Treadwells. I've been watching Ezekiel Elliott in his entire career. and You know, the Corey Coleman's and Tyler Boyd's. We know, we all know those guys. But I got to start digging deeper. Who who are the gems? Who can, I, who can I find to give you guys to get in your rookie draft in the third, fourth round? The John Browns. Those guys got to find those guys. So that you know, for me, this is the week for me where I'm gonna start really getting into that rookie talk. I think our rookie rankings are gonna be up on the site here, probably in about the next two weeks. Just want to make sure we know everybody who declares for the draft. Uh, so we're not putting anybody's name up there that shouldn't be up there. That way, when the rookie rankings are up, they're kind of right. But remember, those those rookie rankings will be very very fluent uh, until the combine really comes. It's almost just kind of. You know, it's not really huge to have those. Nobody's having their draft that early anyways. Unless you do, well, that's pretty awesome as well. But our rookie rankings should be going up here shortly. We do have our Dynasty ADP up. It is live. It went live on December 31st. Uh, big shout out to at Dynasty ADP Kyle. Make sure you give him a follow if you want to join Dynasty Mock Drafts. Uh, we will be doing rookie mock drafts coming up here too, probably starting sometime next week. As we enter February, get closer to combine, it's gonna get uh start getting crazy there. So make sure you follow him. We'll be doing tons of mock drafts. Uh, if he needs help, I can run the rookie mock drafts as well. But those will be coming out very soon as well, along with the rankings. Uh, a lot going on with the site. We again, we said this before in 2016, we want to take the site to a whole another level, like rankings wise. You know, with the ADP up there for you guys, uh, and ADP is huge because with ADP. It just gives you a true feeling of what what your player stands, where he stands currently among your peers in the Dynasty community. So you can see where people are thinking Thomas Rawls or, 
you know, right now, David Johnson, people are going to take, you know, 13th overall in a startup draft. Well, to me, that's, that's, that's a little high. You know, I'll still take the receivers there, but it gives you a good basis of where those players stand. So right now in the off season, come January, February, you still make some good solid trade offers. You know, you look at the December ADP, then you can look at the January ADP, see who's going up, who's going down, who can you go attack. And that's what I'd love to do right now, too, the next couple months as we're getting ready for the draft to throw some trade offers, look at other teams' needs, see what they need, see what you have to give on your team. You know, make that tough evaluation that we always talk about, you know, do you need to blow it up? Do you need to make the push? And kind of see who's expendable on your team. Who can you live with? What do you really need? What do you really need and who has what you need in excess? Do you really need a tight end? Is that a big hole on your roster? We'll go through your league mates and see who has two solid tight ends. See if you can make a deal with it. You know, start making those trade offers now. Start greasing the wheels. If anything, for these trade offers, it's good to start planting the seed. You know, let people know that you're interested. See how interested they are even if they want to give up this player that you want. You know, if they come at you and say, hey, he's not for sale, then you know he's not for sale. But at the same time, at least he knows that you're interested. So as a rookie draft approaches or other news comes out, he might go back and look at your roster first and say, hey, okay, now I'm willing to make a deal. Uh, if, he counters, if he counter offers you, then you know he is willing to deal with him, deal him and you just kind of want to keep going at him, keep pestering him. And there's many times where I've been uh, involved in trade offers that will start here in about February. Hey, what do you want for this guy? Oh, whoa, 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 buddy, that's way too much. Come on, come on. I'm not going to bend over for you here. Let's make a fair trade. And they still want to bend you over. And you keep going bad. You know, you might make another offer and he kind of stays put. Then you come back maybe like two, three weeks later, send him another offer. Uh, pretty much the same one maybe. Or tweak it just a little bit and see what he says. And keep kind of working at it and working at it and working at it. And your goal is to kind of work at the player that you want all the way up until the draft. And there's been many times where when it comes to rookie draft, again, when people have rookie fever, uh, they're willing to bend a little bit more for what you want. And that's why I've said this before on the podcast, uh, the best time to make trades, and I know we say it all the time, but I just want to repeat, you know, is closer to the rookie draft. Uh, the rookie draft is, again, where people want to make moves. They see the future in those rookies. They're all going to be future all pros. You know, the Quan Treadwell is going to be the next uh, Des Bryant. Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the next, you know, Emmett Smith. They're all going to be great, even though it's usually not the case. But it's the best time to make the deal is a rookie draft. So I like to build stuff up. I like to start early. I like to plant the seeds early here in February, you know, January, and kind of get things going and start evaluating my roster and see who I can start kind of planning to go after on other people's teams. You know, this guy needs this guy needs to start kind of over. You know, my first round pick is going to be way more valuable than this guy. Well, what player do I want off his roster? And then there's some teams I don't want anybody off their roster, so I just move by. But I usually find one or two teams I really want to make a deal with, and I start to lay that groundwork early. You know, let them know I'm really interested. Or they let them know I'm mildly interested, and we'll get to the point of where I'm really interested. That's like a good thing to do in January. It's a good thing to do in February. You can start doing your own rookie uh, tape watching as well, but hey, that's what we're here for. Digging the tape, give you those rookies. Uh, 
and I, I'm really excited to get into this because I'm going to start. Get, I'm, I'm going to fall into that trap as well. I'm going to start studying the tape on these guys. I'm going to fall in love with them. There'll be guys that I love that you guys hate. There'll be guys that you love that I hate, like Bishop Sankey. Everybody loved him. I didn't like him. I didn't get it. But we have months, months delay into this, and we'll have a very solid grasp on this come time your rookie draft. We're all going to get through this together. We're all going to. We're going to break down these rookies multiple times. We're going to cover every nook and cranny that we possibly can. 40 times, what they do well, what they don't do well, what's their upside, who's their comps. Every rookie, I mean, we're going to go in-depth, multiple episodes on receivers, running backs, tight ends, quarterbacks. Uh, again, I can't say enough. By the time your rookie draft comes up, if you listen to this podcast, there will be nobody more prepared during that rookie draft than you. You will be the most prepared person at your rookie draft. Using DynastyNerds.com and this website and, and this podcast, you will be ready to go. That one thing, that's one thing I can assure you. Your odds of hitting that later round picks are going to be way higher than anybody else. And again, I mean, a lot of time the first round picks, those are going to be pretty cut and dry. There'll be a couple guys that you like that somebody else doesn't like, but you know, it's it's the late round picks where you hit your pay dirt on Thomas Rawls and the Stephon Diggs, uh, the David Johnsons, even though David Johnson was a second round pick. Uh, but those that's where you really make the make the dynasty push. That's where you really make your team a better uh long term success. So again, I'm just really excited about all this stuff that's going on. You know what I mean? We got the new shirts coming in. Actually they came in today. Uh I gotta rock one today. Um got it all packed away to go to Disney. The shirts are amazing. Uh shout out to everybody that bought a shirt. It was a really strong push when we put out there for sale, the pre order was up. Uh, I think we sold like 29 shirts in three days. So really, really appreciate that, guys. Uh, and every dollar that comes in from the shirts, I think every two shirts that we sell pays to host a podcast for a month. So we got to sell two shirts just to host a podcast. Uh, doesn't do anything for the website. But uh, really, really appreciate you guys supporting the website that way. Uh, if you want to buy a shirt, we do have them available in black and in gray. Uh, on the site, we are pre-ordering the double XLs. We're ordering more double XLs because we sold out of those in about four minutes. So those are going to be back up there. But the quality is awesome. I mean, these shirts are they are better than I even thought they would be. Uh, I'm going to be rocking out on Disney. People are going to be high-fiving me left and right. Probably going to come back with a sore hand. Hope my wife doesn't get too jealous. Maybe chicks are going to be staring at me left and right. I can't blame them. You know? But the shirts are great. We do have them here. Uh, I am, uh, leaving some, all of them are packed up and ready to go. I think, uh, I'm going to tweet out a picture of all the envelopes that are going out. There's like, well, there's multiple shirts and some envelopes, but Matt's going to stop by tomorrow and pick those up and get those all shipped out to everybody. So those are all going out. By the time you hear this, uh, you could possibly, uh, have your shirt. Could be there in a day, but they are for sale on dynastynerds.com. They are awesome. You need one. I have one. I have two. I bought two and my wife made me buy her one. She doesn't even play Dynasty, but damn, does she look good in it. So those are up there, and uh, it's a great way to support the website and the podcast. Uh, and again, the ADP is up there, and we have new rookie. We have a programmer working on our rankings. So we're going to have it where it's set up now going forward. What we're trying to do is have it so you know exactly when that person updated their rankings. Uh, you're going to be able to sort it by position. You're going to be able to break it down all different kinds of ways. We're really trying to take our rankings to the next level. Because we know, like, when it comes to the website, what are, the number one thing you're looking for is rankings and ADP. 
and you should really be looking to use the forum as well. You know, that'd be a great thing uh, to have people, more people on the forum. It is active. It's a great way to act with your uh, other Dynasty brethren. It's a good way to discuss Dynasty possible trades uh, and roster evaluation as well to get them on there and let people see what your roster is and get other people's opinions. Because all it takes is one guy to kind of make a difference there. So a lot of big things coming here in 2016. I'm excited for it. New move, dynasty sites changing. Everything's looking good. Everything's on the up and up. So uh, I did ask for a couple of Twitter questions as well to kind of help me get through this episode because it really was last minute for me to come down here and uh, down to the studio here and record this episode. I was very close to not doing it, but you know I figured you guys support us pretty well. I should at least get a podcast out every single week. Uh, so let's set up some of these questions. One comes from at AZ Jumpers. What are your thoughts on a Carolina running back situation for 2016? Well, Jonathan Stewart signed that six-year, $32 million, I believe, somewhere along there, uh, contract in 2012. So I think he's due about $5 million next year, somewhere around there, I believe. I think it's $5 million plus there's like a workout bonus is what I, th- I think when I looked up su- earlier. Uh, so Jonathan Stewart, there's a chance he's going to come back next year. But $5 million, it's not like they have money tied up in their receivers. So I think Jonathan Stewart could be back next year. But I can see the Carolina Panthers being in play for a running back this year. They should be. I mean, Cameron Artis Payne's not the answer. Fozzie Whitaker. Fozzie. only Fozzie I like is Fozzie the Bear. Waka, waka, waka. That's the Fozzie I like. So I would not be surprised if the Carolina Panthers, because, I mean, next year, Jonathan Stewart's owed, uh, I think, even more money. He's owed like five point or six million, something like that, uh, before he becomes a free agent in 2019. So in 2017, he is owed. I think let me look it up here real quick. Five point five million, one million in 2018. I don't think he's going to live that long. He is only 28. So next year he will be 29 years old. He hasn't hit that threshold of the 30, uh, you know, death trap of the age of 30. But he's got a lot of tread on his tires, even though he's been injured a lot. So I think the Carolina Panthers. Uh, would be smart to grab a running back. You know, not in the first round, maybe unless somehow Ezekiel slipped there, but somewhere in the second, third round, and then I'm getting worried about Jonathan Stewart. You know, I think right now, if you can find somebody to buy Jonathan Stewart for the right price, is a really good time to get out. But I don't know what his ADP is right now. I'm sure a lot of people are worried about Jonathan Stewart, uh, but I'd be looking for the rookie running back they tra- they draft this year to be the potential future running back going forward uh, in 2016. Because even if they sign a court running back and he looks good, there is a small chance that Jonathan Stewart can get cut and they rock with Cameron Artis Payne going forward. So that's definitely a team that I'm looking for with Kelvin Benjamin coming back, Ted Ganworth, they, they could draft another receiver there, and you know Cam Newton. You're talking about a really good team with a good defense. Uh, I'm paying attention to what running back they draft. They're on that list of me paying attention. I retweeted uh, at the Ivers uh, Vine that he sent me because he's asking me if Treadwell's, Laquan Treadwell is the best QB in his class because he threw an awesome pass. And you're right, he does look better than Paxton Lynch. Uh, next question comes from at Fantasy Questions. In two years, which of these players has the best chance to be the number one overall dynasty player? Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, or Allen Robinson? 
Now, I'm as big as Sammy Fan as anybody, but I think his situation is going to prevent him from being the number one overall fantasy player. Uh, but, again, he's still a top 12 startup guy to me. I'd love to be at the back end of a draft and somehow get, like, Mike Evans and Sammy Watkins together. Allen Robinson does have the potential to be, you know, an elite top three receiver in fantasy football. But to me, who has the best chance, it's Mike Evans. He's with a great quarterback. And remember, Mike Evans only played football for like four years before going pro. He's still learning. He's still getting better. Uh, A-Rob's got a good quarterback as well. But again, to me, if I had to take one of those guys in a startup draft, I'm probably leaning Mike Evans there. But between him and A-Rob, it's really, really close. I think you can't go wrong. Um, Again, I just moved Allen Robinson ahead of A.J. Green in, in my rankings this week. Uh, if you want to see my rankings, go on DynastyNerds.com, click on the rankings, and you can click on my ugly face, and it will single out all my rankings in order. So you can see those. I'll be messing with those again while I'm in Disney as well, redoing my rankings again. So my rankings will be very, very fresh uh, up there. Next one comes from at JSAT5. Would you deal Jordy Nelson for Adrian Peterson? Oh, in a second. In a millisecond. I'd much rather have... Adrian Peterson, Jordy Nelson. If you guys remember, uh, I told everybody to sell Jordy Nelson in uh, right before the even preseason started. We did a sell high show, and I had Jordy Nelson's name on there. And Matt and Mike were like, well, what are you talking about, Jordy Nelson? I'm like, listen, man, he's just coming off this minor hip surgery. He's older. He's going to be 31. Well, at the time, he's going to be 30. Next year, he's going to be 31. I'm like, once those kind of things kind of happen, you know, they usually don't get better for 30-plus-year-olds when these injuries start to happen. I said that Jordy Nelson at the time uh, was, you know, as high as he'd ever be, and you could probably get super heat for him. And if you took my advice, and I know I got a couple tweets about it, a couple emails that people did, that it was a great time to sell on Jordy Nelson before last year. And I think Jordy Nelson comes back next year. He still have another good year, but... I mean, if I get Adrian Peterson for Jordy Nelson, yes, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Again, if Jordy but Nelson comes back next year, and after six weeks he's having a killer year, and unless I need him to win a ship, like I absolutely need him, I'm selling. I'm getting out. He's going to be 31, uh, two back-to-back years of injuries, uh, last year being a significant injury. I'm hoping he comes back. I hope he does something so I can sell high right away. If I have anybody coming in and make me an offer of something like Adrian Peterson for Jordy Nelson now, I'm taking it. If I can get a top seven rookie pick this year for Jordy Nelson, I'm taking it. I'm taking that gamble. I'm going to shoot for the stars on that one. Next one comes from uh, uh, Kyle Karalfi, and it says 12-team, half-point PPR, 1-6, 3-11, Matt Jones, Alan Hearns for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I'll be taking DeAndre Hopkins there. Again, I'm as big as Nuck fan as anybody out there. Love them. I've loved them forever. Uh, liked them coming out uh, out of Clemson. We had him ahead of uh, Tavon Austin at the time when most people had Tavon Austin ahead of him. And again, Hopkins to me is a top five startup pick right now. When he gets a QB, he's gonna be unreal. The only person out of that even pick like one six, I have no problem getting rid of. Three elevens irrelevant. Matt Jones. I have no faith in Matt Jones being a future there in Washington whatsoever. Um, I think he's a situation back. If anybody's making me a good offer for Matt Jones, I'm jumping on that with the quickness. 
Uh, so I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins there very happily. Even if I felt like, for one, you're not overpaying. You're giving up a rookie draft pick. That's a gamble. You're giving up Alan Hearns. I love Alan Hearns. I do. I think he's an excellent dynasty receiver to have. But you're only really giving up here one six and Alan Hearns. That's for DeAndre Hopkins. You're talking about a top five dynasty startup guy. To me, that's a no-brainer. I'm taking that deal. I'm taking that deal and running as quickly as possible. Next question comes from at the Art Cowboy. He's not a world beater, but the way Brandon Allen played back half of the season, he stacks up well in QB, QB conversations. Thoughts? Uh, you're talking about Brandon Allen, quarterback for Arkansas, 6-2. Yeah, he played pretty well there. I mean, it's safe to say you played pretty well when you were the top quarterback ranking in SEC. I don't, I, I don't know a ton about you know, Brendan Allen. I haven't dug into his tape yet. And then quarterbacks are so hard to predict. So hard to predict. I mean, these guys make millions of dollars to pick the right quarterback and they still mess up. So for us, even here, it's the hardest thing to predict. Uh, unless we're like all in on a guy like Jameis Winston. We were all in on Jameis Winston because we knew he was going to be good. But Brendan Allen, I mean, he set the single game touchdown records, uh, I think, two different times for Arkansas. I know he had uh, some trouble. With you know, they kept changing offensive coordinator. The coach that recruited him fought, got fired. They had like four different offensive coordinators there while he was there as well. So that's just kind of hard for a college kid. But he looks, he looked good. Doesn't look like he did anything like overly great, but he did well in the SEC, which is you know that says a lot as well. But I got to dig more into his tape, um, see what the scouts say about him. I use a lot of professional scouts to kind of give me guide me on quarterbacks. Let me know what they're thinking on them as well so but for brendan allen just from this you know casual look at him so far into the year he you know as of right now he's most likely in your dynasty rookie draft gonna be a very late round pick i mean that's unless he gets like somehow shoots up the boards and goes in the second round to a good position but even like guys like jimmy garoppolo uh who people loved coming out at the time out of eastern illinois and thought Tom Brady was about done, he still went late in your rookie draft. So, again, quarterbacks usually, unless they're, like, top-tier guys, go so late in your draft or undrafted. I mean, those are guys you get in, like, the fourth, fifth round of your rookie draft, as it is. Um, next one comes from Astro Wildman 6. Other than Treadwell, is there a wide receiver in this class worth a first-round pick? This seems like a weak dynasty draft year, maybe five solid picks. Right now, going into it, I think it's it's a good receiving class. If, like if you have a top six pick, uh, Mike Thomas from Ohio State, he intrigues me. You know, it wasn't a a pass first offense, and he had little time to produce big games. But you know, I watch all of Mike Thomas's games, and you know, he's real fluid, runs good routes, tacks the ball. Uh, a really good receiver, really like Tyler Boyd from Pittsburgh, another solid receiver. Corey Coleman, a little smaller out of Baylor, super fast, like Corey Coleman. Uh, they're Sterling Sharp. There is, uh, oh, how can I forget, Josh Dodson. Love Josh Dodson out of TCU. Uh, interested to see if he can get back in the combine or not because I can see him slipping because uh, of injury, a late-season injury. But love Josh Dodson out of TCU. A big name to watch, too, that's going to be very popular coming up is a name called Corey Davis. He's a wide receiver out of Western Michigan. You know, obviously not of the biggest school, but very, very talented receiver that dominated. Uh, I know a couple of people out here uh, have said, hey, this guy could be the best receiver in this draft. I've, I've seen him play, and this guy is a real deal. And he can kind of follow into that category of 
being that small time school receiver that can be a second round pick that could be one of the best receivers in this class. Uh, he's somebody I haven't watched a lot of tape on, but Corey Davis, Western Michigan. I encourage you guys all to dig in on him. Uh, I will be paying extra attention to Corey Davis. And then there's also DeRunyon Wilson out of Mississippi State uh, as well. So those are a couple names out there right now. So I don't know if you mean like first round, like NFL wise. I don't know. Uh, Josh Dotson probably won't be there. Uh, Mike Thomas from Ohio State can get up there. Laquan Treadwell uh, will certainly be up there. Uh, he'll be a top 10 pick. But we'll see about the other guys as well. I know Corey Coleman's a little smaller, but he's uh, he's a hot name as well. Uh, next one comes from at Justin Yeager. 1-3 this year or 1-6 last year. So far, it seems like this class is very weak in comparison. Well, the only problem with that, 1-3 last year. Or 1-6 last year. Okay, never mind. I confused that. I was say 1-3 last year is Melvin Gordon. Uh, I'm going to take 1-3 this year. 1-6 um, last year, it, it's not a bad pick. It depends who you get. I mean, most likely you came away with like TJ Yeldon, uh, Nelson Algalor, maybe Doriel Green Beckham. But 1-3 this year, you are going to get, you know, one. it's going to go Ezekiel Elliott. It's most likely going to go Laquan Treadwell. But you never know because a running back desperate team might take a guy like Derrick Henry, uh, Devontae Booker from Utah. You know, somebody might take another running back there. I know in the Nerds League alone that the guy who has the second pick desperately needs a running back. He's most likely going to take a running back, which would give me Laquan Treadwell. Um, but if not, anytime you get a top three guy out of any rookie draft, I'm pretty happy with that. So I'll take one three this year uh, and pretty be good with that. Next one comes from at PHV. If you are stacked at wide receiver, would you trade Julio for Gurley to strengthen your roster, even though it's not proper value? Well, and sometimes that's where, you know, like the value charts don't really come into effect. If you have tons of good receivers, I mean, if you have DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, uh, John Brown, AJ Green, if you're loaded like that, you could take a little less value to get a phenomenal running back like Todd Gurley, one of the top running backs like Todd Gurley. I'd be okay with that because the only running back you're going to do that for is like a Todd Gurley or Le'Veon Bell. So if I'm okay and I can afford to take that little bit of a hit where I'm losing a little bit of value, I'm completely okay with doing something like that. No problem whatsoever. Actually, it's a smart move to do, you know, um, again, because Gurley's going to help you out significantly more than any running back you have where all the running back receivers you have are going to be somewhat close to Julio, if you have a top receiver already, which I'm assuming that you do if you're willing to move Julio. But again, it's about a, all, a well-rounded roster. I've seen so many times where somebody be loaded at receiver. I mean, they have the top, you know, they have three of the top six fantasy receivers on their team for the whole year, but then they suck at running back and they can't win a championship because other, the other teams are well-rounded. You need a well-rounded team to win a ship. Definitely in a competitive dynasty league, so I'm definitely okay with that trade. I'm going to take your word on it and say you're good at receiver and say that's an A-OK trade. Uh, so that's it for dynasty questions. We're about 27 minutes in here, and uh, I do have to get ready to go to Disney World. I do. I do. I got to see the. I gotta see what all the up, up, uh, uproar is all about. Everybody that goes there says they love it. I hope I love it. I got the hook up there. I'm staying there. Uh, we're staying at Disney World. Got some front of the line passes. Should be fun. The kids are going to love it, I hope. They better love it because they're miserable than I'm going to be miserable. Uh, but I'm excited to get some warm weather because it's just now starting to get cold here in Ohio. We had an awesome winter, but it started snowing today. Didn't like that. 
not at all. So I'm, I'm starting to get a little sick as well. So I can use that Florida humidity to kind of clean me out. Uh, so that's it. A little shorter episode. Uh, probably wasn't an exciting episode as uh, most episodes will be. But hey, it's the first episode of 2016. And we got about 51 more of these shows to go. And again, I think, you know, I don't think, but at Dynasty and Mike is coming back to the show. Uh, Matt's going to come back. We're going to have three of us here again. Again, we're going to start breaking this down. Off-season shows are my favorite shows to do because they're topic-oriented and they're full of valuable information for Dynasty. So, again, make sure you're checking out DynastyNerds.com every single day for all the new articles from all our writers. Uh, make sure you get on iTunes and give us a rating and review. That helps the podcast out more than I can possibly ever say uh, for how much that helps us. If you want to support the podcast, you can do it that way for free. You can either buy a Dynasty Nerd shirt. We have the old shirts discounted on the site. They're on sale for like 15 bucks. Uh, the new shirts are up there as well. Can't recommend those enough. They're the go-to shirts, I'm telling you. It's going to be your favorite T-shirt that you own. I promise you. The blacks are awesome. The grays are great. Um, and if you just want to make a donation to the site, that's possible as well. Again, all sites, that, all money that comes in uh, lets us pay programmers to make better rankings pays writers so you guys have great information from great writers any money that comes into it goes right back out to the site uh we don't take a dollar and our goal is to keep this site and this, well the podcast obviously for free forever forever smalls forever so hopefully everybody has starts their new year's off right hopefully everybody's having a great 2016 let's make it better uh each week going forward by getting us one step closer to winning that 2016 dynasty fantasy football championship and hopefully uh we can help you along the way so until then i'll see you guys uh back here next week i'll be a little bit tanner and uh maybe i'll have some fun disney stories hopefully uh, none of it evolves puke all right guys have a good one later Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.